0: Welcome to the first podcast shot entirely in VR. This is Elevated Studios.
1: Let's go. Episode one Elevated Studios. Glad everyone can make it.
0: Thanks again for coming out, guys. We've got a good show in
1: store for you. Yeah, quick intro on on what we're doing and who we are. Uh, I'm Kev. I'm mostly the builder and scripter within the world uh, here. And a little bit about me a background I have Hollywood experience in video editing. Um, So what we do is we take these, these clips from these guys, and then they send it to me and we put this out on YouTube so you can catch us on YouTube afterwards. So yeah, a little bit about me see.
0: Yep. And we'll be on Spotify, um, Apple podcast as well. So, uh, on the Facebook group, we'll put out some links to rewatch the content, share it with friends. Um, but a little background on myself, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a very, very young man. And, uh, went into some sales, had some success there. But when this NFT boom started happening a couple months ago in the crypto space, uh, it was really intriguing to me. And it brought me to this whole concept of a metaverse. So what Elevated is, is simply a brand that Kevin and I are starting. Uh, Cause I looked at this whole metaverse space and there's Facebook horizon, there's the Centraland, There's a lot of different worlds that you can go and play in. Um, however, I I stepped back, and instead of getting uh, exposure in each world to start, uh, it would be very costly just due to the land acquisitions that would be needed. Therefore, uh, essentially, we just went into Horizon because very low overhead. um, It is in the Oculus, and we're just looking to start our brand here with you guys. So We appreciate you all coming out, Um, and today we got a, a great guest lined up um yoda is our first guest i'll let kev kind of give the rundown on yoda
1: yeah so yoda we chose yoda uh originally coming in here he was one of the first people we met and this dude has uh, a background in vr a background in t- teaching you know one of the smartest wisest dudes we've ever met like, hence his name's yoda so without further <laughs> ado we'll one. let him talk more about himself <laughs> So, uh, we'll bring him out for you guys. This is Yoda.
0: There he is. Hey Yoda. Hey everybody. (laughs) How's it going man? Thanks for coming out. How's it going everybody? Hey, hey. Thank you so
2: much for having me. Really appreciate it. Glad you're here. Glad you're here man. We
0: appreciate you coming on man. Pumped to have the first guest on. But yeah, I mean, we'll just start with a little rundown on who is Yoda.
2: Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, as you said, I, I've got some educational background. I've been involved in VR and AR and 3D printing for over a decade, been bringing this stuff into schools and community centers and libraries, building maker spaces. And I've just had a blast watching it evolve. You know, what I mean, I've 3D printed my own headsets and used to take people on field trips. Then I did some photography and video and you know, just really just get a bunch of exposure to to different tools. Um, 3D modeling has always been big to me. So when new 3D modeling techniques came out, like Google Tilt Brush and you know, Sketchbox and other tools like that, I was amazed. And this just opened my eyes to a whole nother level with the collaborative layer yeah. and, and you know, the versatility with simplicity uh, in mind. And, and I think that's one of the keys that I've seen. So for yeah, sure. I, overall, just r- really an enthusiast, right? An Early adopter, um, you know, I'm an engineer, project manager, product manager in my background. I've, I've done many, many things in many industries, but um, I could see myself doing you know, work in this space for the rest of my
0: career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> as you guys can see, I mean, we're still very early in this whole VR space as a whole, but hence his name. He's been in it for a while. He's the wise one in here. So uh, that was a big reason uh, for us bringing Yoda on. He has the background. Um, he's a great person to talk to and he's he's been a great help as well. So I guess the first question uh, tied to Horizon would just simply be, how did you get introduced into Horizon and what brought you into this space? Yes,
2: yeah, so I think it was the, the OC6 conference, if I'm not mistaken, in 2019, I was watching online and, and immediately was, was intrigued and submitted my application. And it took me approximately a little bit under 12 months. It was September 3rd of 2020 that I actually got in. And, uh, you know, I was chomping at the bit, just waiting for the tool to come. And, you know, in the interim, <laughs> I was experimenting with things like Mozilla Hubs and Spoke and Frame and, you know, really kind of getting acquainted with other tools that were still in development, you know, kicking some things around in beta format and giving feedback to other startups and development companies, experimenting with creation tools. but. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Horizon invite was w- was amazing, and I, I jumped in and j- just full bore. I, I was I was sold from the minute I stepped in. So, yeah, yeah I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's being awesome in here you. for so
1: long. I'm sure being in here for so long. You've probably made countless friends and relationships and projects and other worlds that you've built. Could you Could you go into some things that you've done, some people you've met, and shout-outs you'd like to give for? What you've done in here. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, uh, like we'll start at my first world, right, complete experiment just kind of building and 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 experimenting by myself which doesn't last very long. I have trouble um staying focused for long periods of time on my own. So, for me, bringing other people in was the the one thing that helped me really latch on to projects and take them to the next level. Um, In my first project, I I had somebody uh, who stepped in, Micah, and then Wizard2040, uh, who helped me make my hoverboard, which was a replica from Back to the Future 2, um, make it rideable, remote control, (laughs) right? I I couldn't have done it without them. And then, you know, people like HoloLens came in and took a look at the code. Um, You know, so that was my first one. I hit... You know my brick wall of capacity, and I'm like, let's move on to the next project. And that was bringing an old arcade machine, Cubert, um, into the new gen- new world, and making it so players can walk in and four people can play against each other in a 3D version of this old arcade, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, machine. And it was it was amazing to see it unfold. And I had like three different iterations of the code. Again, a number of different people, Sandwich, Hololens, who came in and just really yep. manipulated and looked at it from different lenses and came at it from different approaches and found ways to optimize and simplify and, and just watching it you know talking it out with these individuals and the, and the process of building the friendships and bringing people into play test i mean i publish early i don't care. I'll, I'll publish 0. .0001 <laughs> version i like I, i'm not right. ashamed to be in here and say look this is a complete work in progress and it will be forever so accept that you know I'll i'll take any feedback but don't think this is you know a completely finished and polished product by any means and, and you take everything with a grain of salt. I appreciate all the feedback from everybody, positive and negative, because it it helps direct the you know most well-rounded experience. I think, and, and that's been you know the important part is having an artist and a storyteller and a coder and project manager all in the same room, kind of making that soup, you know, which is which becomes the that amazing you know world that that taps into many as opposed to just few. So,
0: yeah. And and that actually that that whole topic brings up a good point. Um, so we got to get better on that. Shots <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, it it brings up a great point though. Um, on our social media platforms, some of you aren't familiar with Facebook Horizon quite yet. And it is still in the beta form. So when Yoda brought up having to wait for that invite, uh, it is an invite only beta right now. Um, Even some of the guests we have lined up for later shows, we're getting some referral codes for. But uh, I, I do agree with Yoda. I mean, Kev lives on the other side of the country and we were able to put up this studio um, working in two separate locations. But when you're in the headset, it's like you're in the same room together. I mean, you can bounce ideas off each other and uh, it's, it's really been a great just bonding tool. And I think down the road an educational tool as well, but
2: I'd I'd say the dynamics of design are completely reinvented here, right? Being able to design and iterate and test and, and that flow is just optimized. And, uh, one of the greatest examples that I've seen is the HCTV, you know, being able to put together so many different productions in so many worlds. And, you know, Buffy's just, uh, you know, done a great job of building a good culture there. And, you know, everybody's yep. just helping each other out. There's so much reciprocation going on and that's the, you know, the the kind of community, almost like Burning Man, right? It's that that gift economy <laughs> type concept. And it's it's really amazing to watch it unfold to to see it, you know, reciprocated over and over and over. And for it to maintain its integrity as this is scaled, um, you know, the, the, the people who are major contributors are all, you know, re- really, you know, trying to support, you know, diversity and inclusion and, you know, or really kind yeah. of making sure that everybody feels welcome here and, and has an opportunity to contribute, build or just consume, you know, you don't have to build to be in horizon, you come in yeah. here, check things out and Absolutely. be, you know, be a participant just as a spectator. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. yeah there's a lot of cool games and experiences uh, i mean whether it be a puzzle recently we went into uh an alien abduction i mean <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff you go in you can spend an hour in the oculus just having fun and uh you, you really lose track of time while you're inside the headset in my opinion but um bringing up buffy though buffy is a great example of tying together people from remote locations all into one project and crushing uh, a new potentially company with HZTV and the potential that their production studio has. Um, And and speaking on just bringing people together, working together, uh, you're another great example of that. So uh, another thing that caught Kevin's attention was a project you did recently where you were essentially like I I grew up in a construction background, actually, to where there are general contractors overseeing huge projects. And it sounds like recently you uh, were essentially a general contractor within Horizon. If you want to go into detail about that a little more.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I've been a consultant in the technology field for a long time. I've had my own DBA since 2005, um, but recently this opportunity was brought about by just, you know, I guess my reputation and the way I work. Um, and somebody referred me for an opportunity to uh, to build a world for the diversity, equity, and inclusion team at Facebook. And it was Uh, you know, I was blown away and it was five weeks and we had about 50 hours and I brought in, you know, the three people that I knew were, were fantastic contributors in past worlds were, and that was Shadal, Sandwich, and Angelo Creates, right? Without them, that project would have not been what it became. It's absolutely magical. You know, each of us contributed kind of, you know, equally in the process, great communication, great feedback with them. But the opportunity to make a couple of bucks and to reciprocate that and, and, and pay these individuals for some of the hours contributed to these things uh, is a, a You know, it's a key demonstration of the fact that this can be monetized for individuals with the skills needed to build in here right just like those kids that are building in minecraft and roblox and you know are familiar with sketchup and tinkercad and other building tools like that those skills are going to translate in here and there's going to be companies and corporate sponsorships and opportunities to to build for events you know whether it be for corporate events or or public you know private And, and and i just think that being a freelancer being being in this gig economy and and being skilled at this is you know it, it's important but it's also really critically important to know how to work with the team and, and to fill yeah. you know the gaps and work with each other to put together you know finished and polished products and and uh, that's where there's opportunity for all different types of people the artists the project managers the straight coders you know but we've all got to work together you know you can't have all of one flavor in a room and expect to have something you know that taps into everybody and uh, you know just fantastic opportunity i'm so Grateful for being referred and and for having you know the, those individuals step up and and make what became um, the Rainbow Reality Labs world. So we have one called Mount Pride, which has a 17-person capacity, and then the other one is called. Um, it's a pride photo challenge. And that has 8 uh, person capacity and a bunch of really interesting viewpoints with some amazing iridescent, you know, kind of cloud environments. We did a lot of playing around with lights and lighting and, and just a super fun project. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that, that world is just, it deserves a round of applause. I remember when we walked in there the first time, it was just like, whoa. I mean, that world feels huge when you walk in. Um, But yeah, you guys crushed it. Congratulations on that. And I mean, just for the people listening at home, it's just crazy. I mean, the gaming space has really blown up to where there's tournaments now. You can make money just simply playing video games. But I think this is going to be a whole new avenue where, like Yoda mentioned, uh, in Horizon, you have to have someone who can script. Uh, So an example of that would be Kev's laptop buttons. Kev's killed the laptop buttons. (coughs) So uh, that is an example of scripting where the aesthetics in here, the clouds you see, the desk, uh, the lights, the couch, that is all an example of something that a builder put together. So in Horizon, I think it's all built out of like 15 shapes. Is that right, Kev? 15 primitives, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you got 15 shapes, shapes.
0: squares, spheres, diamonds, whatnot.
1: And so everything you see in here in Horizon is a creative perspective on what to do with those shapes and with a script on how to make them move how to make them light up pressing buttons to make them work so when it comes to horizon building it's that's essentially what it is yeah
0: so really if if you just had one strong suit, um or let's say you could put a whole world together uh, you can team up with other individuals and uh i think when horizon comes out of beta we'll see which route they take it but I can picture a lot of these big companies and household names that you grew up with wanting exposure in here and wanting to have a presence in here. So just if you are an early builder, uh, going back to the kids, too, I know Happy Dog has built that HapCoin world. Um, we've, we've came across some younger kids who are really, really creative, and uh, I think they have a lot of potential Uh just sticking to this space, keep, keep grinding it out. And eventually there could be some potential for you to uh, make a living off of this. So it's, it's exciting to see where the space is going to go. I think.
2: But yeah, I think there's some opportunity for the education system to pick something up from, you know, taking a look at Altspace and VRChat and Roblox, getting all of this funding. You know, there's going to be more and more opportunities in world building. And it'd be great to see a career in tech ed programs actually start to create certifications to prepare kids or young adults or just anybody who's interested in learning these skills and applying them in some way uh, in a professional setting, whether it be for independent projects or some kind of full time gig. Um it's a reality and it's gonna become more and more as, as more headsets come out and AR, you know, becomes more popular and available, you'll see it.
0: So Yeah. I mean imagine yeah. going to class as like a sixth grader and you sit down with your Oculus and build in horizon for an hour. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really not that far out, but And you mentioned um, you mentioned Yoda, the other day. Sean, or- yeah. Yeah, we
1: were yeah, talking really. about um, Engage Oasis, and you said you had a, a couple experiences with that. If you could explain some of those experiences and just kind Absolutely. of just touch on what it is in general.
2: Yeah, so I was a, I was selected for a grant program to be one of the uh, initial instructors in the program at Victory XR Academy, and they use Engage as their back-end platform. It's a company based out of Ireland. uh, has really been you know a solid presence inside of some university environments and in the educational space. Um, has a a pretty vast amount of worlds that you can easily create and populate with a bunch of assets, um, models and things like that. And it really gets to the point where essentially um, you can, you know, do your own recordings of it. You can have your own screen and, and basically have people, you know, view your website and view video content. So I did a five week course. Uh, I did one on every subject in Steam. So was science, tech, engineering, art, and math. And each one was connected to XR technology, emerging tech, and how they relate and influence those things. So it was fantastic. I, I had a small group of people, actually, a couple people from here in Horizon, Burn buns. And uh you know, it, it was just really great to to kind of you know cross those, pollinate those worlds, get an opportunity to to again do some work, get paid. Uh, be able to get a headset and uh, you know just kind of continue on um, exposing myself to these tools and using them in practical settings, right? I really want to, this year now that schools are opening up, I want to do after school programs. I want to teach teachers how to integrate this into different programs and have kids build worlds so that teachers can teach their lessons inside of that space and you know I've done that with hubs but I'd like to see more of it in spaces like this and hopefully with the experimentation you know you can do some really great proof of concepts maybe some grants and maybe Facebook will want to fund something at some point so (laughs) you know putting it out there I, I would love
0: to you know to bring something like that to life so yeah yeah and and we were having this conversation the other day. Um I, I mean I think AR as a whole augmented reality is still very, very underrated. I think there's a ton of potential there as well. And um just going back to Facebook and the AR space and the VR space, uh, we touched briefly on their currency Diem and the potential that I know there's a lot of regulatory uh, I mean, hurdles that they're crossing right now, but uh, what, what's your take on Facebook, DM and the potential of them having a currency either within Horizon or within the real world?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's difficult, whether it's Diem or any form of currency, it's difficult to hold the same value in the eyes of everybody. And I think there may be, you know, different value systems that might be created, different types of currencies that might be created for different subdivisions of Verizon, even, or the different, you know, you, you have one type of coin for Rec Room and one type of coin for VRChat, one type of coin for this. Yep. Will there be any transfer between those at some point? Will there be like a, a you know, a euro, for an example, of, you know, the virtual spaces? Um, interesting to kind of see the dynamic as, you know, more and more people experiment with crypto. Crypto and digital currencies. I, I personally have not invested much time, effort, or research, but you know, I know people are, are diving in full bore and, and it's it may succeed, and there's gonna be some that do really well and some that don't. Um the question is: is how do they build value in the eyes of everybody, right? How do they tap the masses hit as many as possible. Does that mean have different types of currencies, you know, in different ways to create value in, you know, pockets or groups like each group creates their own currency and that's the way they exchange inside and among their community. Um, you know, there's there's yeah. a lot of ways to do it. But again, like you said, a lot of hurdles to jump and complexities that, you know, only time's going to answer. Um, you know, we can speculate for but sure. Only time's going to answer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and like when I came across the whole metaverse space, um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with like Decentraland or some of these other communities yet, uh, but Decentraland was the one that really just blew my mind. Uh, You go in there and they have X amount of essentially acres of land, they call them parcels. But you can buy a plot for a virtual business or a game that you want to build in there. And their community, kind of like you were saying, has its own coin. Uh their coins called Mana. But these different realms could all have their their own currency, their own community. And they it is a very, very tight knit uh group of individuals within each of these spaces. So I I think the intriguing thing with Facebook is they have Facebook Marketplace like on, on the Facebook app to where yep. I could go on there and buy a used couch with DM, and then I could come into Horizon and pay a fee for a game or a ticket for an elevated studio show. And it, it really could go down so many different avenues. And, I mean, that's... It's pretty powerful if they can pull it off and I'm here for it, but we'll see once again how they get through the loopholes, but it's, it's exciting. I think for the space as a whole, regardless of, uh, who comes out on top, I think just the concept of having fun and, uh, just working and creating and potentially making a living off of it. It's just very intriguing. So
2: yeah, I think but, keeping it, playful, Yoda, keeping it light is, is one of the keys, right? I mean, it's one of the things that I I know, you know, wanting to come in here and wanting it to feel more like play and less like work. And it's always felt that way every time I'm in here, regardless of whether it's (laughs) for that other project or not, you know, I mean, these things for me are, are, it's a total playground and it's so great to exchange and share that with other people and, and and build relationships and friendships and, you know, the network I built in, you know, the 90s, you know 120 days i've been in here is is astronomical and you know seeing the amount of talent and capability that's out there and you know with with the time invested and the heart and soul invested into so many different projects and not just for themselves but also for the community how giving most people are how willing to give their time and and to walk somebody through and guide them through those first steps make them feel comfortable right um you know not all of these other spaces give you that and and that is one thing that is very unique and has been truly like gold in here it's you know when people come in here and they're jumping all over and screaming and ranting raving, they're probably (laughs) turning around and walking out but when they you know have a genuine conversation and a dialogue with hey, how you doing you know is this your first time let me you know talk you through some things It's, it's a game changer right and and that's the the ripple effect i think that's been created by the really solid base culture of, you know, early adopters, beta users that, that came in here with the intent of experimenting in a playful way, in a friendly way and growing together. Yeah.
0: I mean, I remember my first time in, it, it. it's, I mean, with it being in the Oculus, it is pretty much a whole new experience it's it's separate than hopping on a playstation and playing with the controller there you come in and you're in a different environment so it is nice facebook's done a great job of having people there essentially to shake your hand and just say hey welcome in and here's kind of how to get started but i i think facebook has really nailed that on the head as well to wrap this
1: up you know what's What's next for you here in Horizon, or what's next for you here in the Metaverse, and what opportunities would you like to pursue, and just kind of go into something like that? Yeah,
2: you know, that's a great question, and I, I, I wish I had a bit more clarity on it. I like, like I said, you know, I want to continue to, to you know, if I get inspired, create my own thing. But for right now, I really want to go out there and contribute to other projects, and you know, find something that really truly calls me to to either dedicate a, a bunch of time to it or um, spin, spin off and do something of my own. Uh, But in the meantime, it's really developing programming face-to-face programming where I have three to four people inside of a build mode and, and I'm able to coach them through things in, in a person, you know, in-person environment while projecting it on a screen and sharing that with another group. I'd love to teach teachers and do professional developments, right? To bring it into schools that are ready to say, Hey, I want to look at Mozilla hubs. I want to look at frame and I want to look at horizon and I want to do a, a similar build in all three of them. So we can compare and contrast and have an entire lesson that's broken up with learning objectives and, curricular connections to state and national standards and, you know, build it with purpose and intent. Um, So yeah, that's really where I think most of my energy is probably going to go. Um, Not that I have a ton of spare time and free time. I, I might actually get a job that would allow me to work much more closely with the school and be right involved in their technology and, and teach things like 3D design. So if that happens, I, I will be Excellent. much more aggressive about my approach, but for right now it's, yeah you know as a freelancer, I work for young audiences as a teaching artist, so people can subcontract me out to to go and and teach or run programming anywhere so um that's that's my intent man get bring it to educators and show people how how great it can be as used as a learning tool
0: yeah nice should I think whatever route you take it i mean you You said you you got the Yoda nickname twenty years ago for being the wise one, so I'm sure the next twenty'll have plenty in store for you but <laughs> we uh we appreciate you coming on and uh we we look forward to keeping this friendship and uh seeing what else we can crank out through horizon but Absolutely. It, it's
2: been my pleasure to be here. Um, you know, you gentlemen are doing some some really impressive work in here so far. I like what uh, the foundation you've built and, uh, you know, keep up the great work. Right. And thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Will do. Yep, thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for watching. Please give us a follow, subscribe, or tip on our socials at ElevatedXR. Thanks and see you next time.